Welcome to Opinions Like Ales, everybody, your favorite pop culture podcast where we have opinions and most of them stink. My name is Michael Zampino. Back with me, as always, is Hilton Price. Seeing the world anew after being waylaid by the Great Plague. The vid. The vid. The C to the V to the 1 to the 9. The bubonic chronic plague. The bubonic COVID plague. It's, uh, yeah, it's not as fun as bubonic chronic. Huh? It's not. Bubonic chronic would be fantastic. Just, yeah. just home with a big old bag of the good smoke. That what, would have been great. What was the bubonic plague? The bubonic plague was... Was that a thing? That was a thing okay, okay, that was okay. spread by rats. Okay, not boobs. Uh, not not like COVID, which was uh, spread by crappy people. <laughs> oh! Zing! Zing indeed. Uh, I have had the COVID. Mm-hmm. I was down for several days. Yeah. Sick with the coronavirus. And uh, I, I, I return to you now a new renewed uh-huh. refreshed re-energized re-energized reanimated uh recast practically <laughs> you were practically <laughs> recast it's a new it was actor a, it was up for the, there were auditions <laughs> they called in my understudy in a surprise recasting of hilton price <laughs> we went for uh, a person of color people rejected it we went for a woman people were not okay with it we went mildly LGBTQ, and they were like, that's my Hilton. Yep. Remember That's My Bush? I do remember That's My Bush. That was funny. Yeah. No, it wasn't funny. You know why? What? Because it, it it normalized W. Oh. It normalized. You yeah. can't normalize the awful. Yeah, uh, the Brolin movie kind of did, too. Yeah. At least the Brolin movie was like a doc. like Not a doc, but you know what I mean, like a, a biopic. Bio yeah. yeah. Which I, I do kind of dig biopics. Yeah. They really glossed over how he fucked up the Texas Rangers, though. Did they? <laughs> yeah. There's never enough of that. I heard the same thing about Bohemian Rhapsody. He did real bad when he was uh, when he ran that team. But anyways. That's one thing I also heard about Bohemian Rhapsody was it was not enough about his stint with the Texas Rangers. <laughs> yes, exactly. Same with Rocket Man. Rocket Man. In fact, um, as they move forward with the Billy Joel biopic that features neither Billy Joel nor any of his music, I would encourage the director right now, take a look at your script, Make sure you've got a good scene with him in the Texas Rangers. For sure. Just get it done. For sure. Uh, beep, 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 beep. Uh, Red Hot Movie Alert. We took the kids and saw Sonic 2 this weekend. Oh, got to go fast. Well, we originally went on Easter Sunday. To see Sonic. Uh, yeah, because we were like, uh, guess who's not going to be at the movies on Easter? Most people. We were right. It was very uh, not heavily attended. Nice. But the projector broke down. <laughs> Lame. So we were given vouchers to come back uh, at an, at our leisure. No Sonic for you. No Sonic for us that day. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I will say that the little one took it very well. Did she? Good. Yeah. Good. Took, I would not have taken it so well. Took it very well. Um, and uh, so we went back the the following Sunday, this, this past Sunday, uh, and we saw the Sonic 2. Sonic 2. With, Electric Boogaloo. With Oklahoma's own James, James Marsden. Marsden. How was it? You know what? It was pretty great. Really? I, I, there's, you know, there was some. It's a kid movie, so there's little parts here and there that you're like, okay, yeah. Um, I know he's but funny. overall, the jokes are great. It's still funny. Um, it was a lot of fun. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. How was Jim Carrey? Oh, fantastic! Yeah, yeah, fantastic. Really hamming up, playing Robotnik oh, yes. to the uh, yeah. turn it up to eleven. Absolutely. What about um, Idris Elba as Knuckles? As Knuckles, uh, quite funny. They were sort of playing a little bit of the um, 
Drax sort of humor of like it's funny because he's big and brutish and doesn't get the and doesn't get things. Okay, bit bit of a bit of a knucklehead. Y- yeah. Okay. Well, pun intended. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because his name is Knuckles. Knuckles. Bit of a knuckles head. Yeah, a bit of a knuckles head. Okay. Uh, and uh, oh god, who did the voice of Tails? Uh, um, I'm blanking now. I, I can't remember. Uh, I think it's her name actually. Um, but it was it, the same person that did it on the old show. Is it? Yep. It's. Uh, give me just a minute here. Oh, except of course my computer is completely overwhelmed after pulling up forty tabs for our show today. It doesn't even seem to want to acknowledge that at all. Here we go. I'm pulling and pulling it up right now. So close. Colleen O'Shaughnessy. Yep. Colleen O'Shaughnessy. Exact same voice that did it from the old Sonic cartoon. She is a prolific voice actress. Very much so. I just pulled up a a little animation here of all the voices she's done. Yeah, she's quite a bit. Quite a bit. Um, Yeah, pretty fantastic. Of course, uh, you know, our boy Benny Schwartz. (coughs) As um, Mr. Sonic. Killing it as Sonic. Great. Yeah, I... uh, I liked it. Were there any references to Olive Garden in the sequel? Oh, man. If there were, I missed it. Okay. But I did catch the uh, very on-the-nose John Ralphio reference. Oh, yeah? Good. Good, Uh, good. Yeah, when uh, Sonic and Tails are, like, about to watch something, and uh, Sonic is like, no, let's not watch that. It's the worst. Oh, nice. (laughs) Yeah, it's pretty great. Oh, that's great. Uh, Yeah, loved it. Awesome. I'm so glad to hear it. That first one was just such a charming movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is great to hear. This is very similar. You know, there's, there's, um, like I said, there's silly things, but it's a kid's movie. Um, but overall, very enjoyable. Uh, still funny. It's what I liked about the first one, and tell me if we're kind of in the same world here, is that it took plenty of liberties with the Sonic material. It took plenty of liberties in terms of how it was going to set the movie, introducing new characters, creating a unique story. A lot of things that typically work against a video game movie. You start straying from the source material in a video game movie, you are often making terrible decisions. Yeah. Here, it somehow worked. Right. You know? Yeah. Just being kind of a dumb road movie about Sonic and his new human companion, dug it. Mm-hmm. So if there's elements like that where they just kind of say this one, there's a, they bring in a lot more of like the Sonic lore, which is good. Yes, you want more of that right, for right, the right. fan base, for the people that grew up on it, because so that they don't feel ignored just to make a buck. Right, exactly. That's great. Mm-hmm. And you still get you still got lots of Tom. You got lots of our guy. So I was convinced. Remember when we saw the preview? We saw them in the boat together. Yep. And I said this lends itself to him not being in the movie very much. Like he's in the beginning, uh, and, and then, then Sonic has his adventure. Right. Yeah. He's in it a lot more than I thought. That's great. Yep. He's in awesome. it a lot more than I thought he would be. Um, yeah. There's a whole running subplot with him and his sister-in-law, um, and her uh, upcoming wedding. Okay. So they're in the beginning, Sonic sends them off to Hawaii for the sister-in-law's wedding and gets to uh, gets to home alone it up. Yeah. Uh, and um, but then we we I initially was like, OK, we're not going to see them again till the end. Yeah. But then it does keep going to them for the 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 subplot that then ties back in together. And it and, does tie back. in. Well, I mean, they you know, they all end up at the same place. Sort OK. Of, you know that. Um, yeah. But in a fun way. Yeah, it's good. <clears throat> Sounds great. Boop. 
Sounds awesome. <laughs> it was. It was really fun, man. Like I said, uh, you can obviously find a lot of things wrong with it, like any kids movie. Uh, but overall, I enjoyed it and I would recommend it. Great. Yep. Well, and that's especially once they've gone in. You know, like once once your amazing Spider Man has decided on a neon blue electro. Mm-hmm. Once you've made those calls that may not be quite the right call. Like taking Sonic and having him, what was it, raised by an owl or something in the first movie, and then coming to Earth and meeting a human instead of having an adventure in Green Hill Zone with Robotnik, with the animals getting captured. Once you've committed to that, you're now in an interesting game. Yeah. You just got to make it the best you can with these new parameters you've set. Right. And God love the people behind these films because they're clearly doing that. Well, Good for them. And what I'm really loving is, um, is you know, the fact that a lot of these uh, kids and family movies strayed away from um, that the sort of cookie cutter um, kids don't give a shit about the writing, uh, yeah. you know, sort of uh, the, the way that they've taken a lot of the um, sort of you know, you can see it from a mile away, set up sort of jokes, and you 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 think you know what's coming, but they take you another direction nowadays. A little and, smarter, and, yeah. And, I, and I'm liking that. A perfect example was uh, there's a trailer for we saw a trailer for the new Minions. Yeah, and there's a scene where they're it's like a training scene, right? And there's three Minions, and they have the they're in karate geese, and there's the board set up, okay. and the one Minions like comes up very cocky, like I got this, and he tries to break it with his head, and it doesn't work. And then he and then he proceeds to try a whole bunch of more times and gets real dizzy. And uh, the other two minions are laughing. And the second one comes up, pushes him aside, like "Ha ha, idiot! I'll get this." And you're just waiting for him to knock himself out or whatever. Uh, and then he does this big setup. And then at the very last second, he grabs the head of the guy who just tried and failed and smashes his head into it. <laughs> and I was like, "Okay, that's pretty funny. That's great." Yeah. Yeah, and that's that's really what it is. Is is we saw a long time where they were the writing was kind of just writing down. It was very it lazy. Was, it was very lazy. It was very childish. Then we kind of got to a point where they tried this kind of dual writing, where it was very silly and very childish, but there was also these occasional smarter jokes. The well, idea people of it, started realizing, like, look, the parents are having to watch these movies. They're right there too. And then I think we finally just graduated to the point where people were stopped talking down to kids. Not but, everywhere. That and they they said, why can't it be enjoyable for both parties? Exactly. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like just because it's appropriate for children doesn't mean that it can't also be enjoyable for the adults. Well, and appropriate for children. Children, you got to remember, they only get smart by learning, you know? So... You're either part of the solution on that or you're just holding them back and you're just being lazy for the sake of not needing to try hard. It's a true story. And that's that's not going anywhere. For you, for the kids, for the, the bottom line, none of it. Um, we watched a couple trailers. We did indeed. They look pretty good. Uh, definitely of the, the dumb monster movie variety, though. These yeah. are these are spectacle movies. When you said, okay, here we go, we're going to watch trailer for The Lake, there was a brief moment when I thought that you had tricked me into watching a trailer for The Lake House. The Lake House, the okay. Keanu Reeves vehicle oh, okay. um, featuring a mystical time-traveling mailbox. Yes, which honestly, in retrospect... We should have watched Should have watched that. Should have watched, yeah. watched that. Down for these Probably monster movies. Probably a better movie. Love a monster movie. And that movie. movie is bad. Is it bad? Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah, they did it on How Did This Get Made. It's that bad. Yeah. It's a shame, but the lake does look cool. It's uh, looks like it's a Thai Chinese movie. Mm-hmm. 
uh, uh, featuring uh, giant monsters designed by the guy that made the Cloverfield monster. Mm-hmm. So it's got some some credibility. In the uh, monster-making aspect. In the monster-making world. Uh, but this looks pretty cool. It's coming from a uh, director, going to totally pronounce it wrong, Lee Tong Kam, uh, revolves around a giant monster searching for That was for a pretty egg. solid stab. Was it? That's how I would have guessed. Uh, luck, pure luck. Um, anyway, monster looking for their egg after a young girl finds it. And I think we saw the young girl in the trailer. There seemed to be, she seemed to be the key character um, and, and had multiple interactions with the monster. There was also uh, a young man who seemed to be one of the key characters. Uh, unfortunately, the trailer we watched was completely in Thai, I guess. Uh, yeah, we didn't get any uh, American, any English subtitles to help us out. Uh, and we were a little they were like They were like, hey, uh, you can f- kind of figure it out. But no, yeah, but like... Context clues. I don't get the, the, the intricacies of the story, but the big beats were there. Yeah, for sure. So, and uh, I'm Everyone's down. in danger, and it's a big, scary monster. And you know what I walked away feeling? What? Are you familiar with a Norwegian film called Troll Hunter? I'm aware of its existence. Came out probably about six, seven, eight years ago, maybe a little longer. Uh, and it was, uh, you know, it, animated? No, live action. Never mind. Um, I will. I'm s- thinking of Troll Hunters. It's like a Netflix animated movie, I think. No, I'm going to see if I can pull up this trailer. Uh, just to show you of what a great example it was of a movie where it was made from uh, a, another in another country with a, a not a an American sensibility, uh, which is something that you know we 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 are very um, accustomed well, to accustomed to here. Uh, but this movie it 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 set up a very simple story. Trolls, giant troll monsters are real. And there is a subculture of people who are aware of it, seek them out to document them, and to, uh, when possible, uh, interact, even catch them. Huh. So uh, this, and, and great use of special effects, both practical and CGI, um, and that's really what this reminded me. You can see here just little little bits of stuff through the, the through the uh, the trees. Uh huh. I'm gonna let the, the trailer load a little bit while we're talking, but by using these um, kind of these old world style film techniques, where you're not it showing did say that everything. it was uh, using like verite style cinema verite. Okay, which is like what only the lighting. And you natural can, lighting or whatever? Natural lighting. Well, and then, yeah, and, and, and really using the natural light to tell the story. So, mm-hmm. like, you could see it here by seeing the creature, uh, seeing these creatures for just quick glimpses. You're, you're, you're heightening the suspense. Uh, it's what they did in, in old monster movies. And I, I like seeing it in Troll Hunter, and I was getting a taste of that from the lake. Not quite as bad as the, as the original Cloverfield, where you, you felt like you just weren't getting to see anything. Yeah. But enough to tell you the story um, without revealing the whole shebang. Yeah. Which, you know, it went back to the Jaws style of fear. Jaws 2, perfect example. Yeah, perfect it's the example best example. Yeah. It's, it's, it was, I think, the, the best use of it's scary because you don't see it. Exactly. And that's what I think the lake will do well. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm down. Down 100%. Word. Uh, 
far end of the spectrum. Uh, Wait, of- before we get into this, uh, before I forget yes. what I wanted to say about it, when you were talking about CGI, it reminded me this weekend. Yeah, uh, I, I went back to an, to an old classic, revisited an old classic. Okay, and the CGI is worse than I remember it. Okay, I'm gonna take a guess that you are talking about Legend. No, what? I will. It's a Tim Burton film. Beetlejuice. It was Beetlejuice. Wow. It was Beetlejuice. Beetlejuice was special effects heavy. And it was bad. Really? Well, it's a lot of puppetry, a lot of green screens. The green screens were terrible. Real, really? Terrible. You know, I can't, I cannot stress enough how bad it is. Your, how much you're stressing this it's, really makes me want to rewatch it now. It's, it's well worth a rewatch because it's still super fun to watch top to bottom. Michael Keaton's a treasure. It's a great, great watch. Catherine the O'Hara's music, a treasure. The music's fucking fantastic. Um, I think it's, is that Danny Elfman? Oh yeah, hell yeah, uh, okay. Danny Elfman. Um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's fucking great, but yeah, the, uh, the special effects are way worse than I remember them. Yeah. And of course, you know, we're talking about like, uh, this is, you know, uh, post Ghostbusters mm-hmm. era, you know, uh, green screens and that sort of CGI was still pretty new ish. Well, and you got to remember that just having green screen in your movie, not all green screen is the same. Oh, for sure. What kind of budget were we talking about? You know, uh, I'm going to pull up uh, the Ghostbusters and Beetlejuice wikis. They came out probably within about five years of each other. I'd I would say. imagine, absolutely, because Beetlejuice was, I believe, 89. Eighty-eight. Eighty-eight, okay. Yeah. And I'm 90% sure that the first Ghostbusters was 84. 84, yeah. correct. So, but let's take a look here as these pull up, and we'll see. And I can't speak to 80s inflation, of course. I don't know how much prices were truly skyrocketing over the course of the decade. But if these are within similar moments or, or similar numbers, budget of 25 to 30 for Ghostbusters, Beetlejuice, oh, f- half the fucking budget at yeah. 15 million for Beetlejuice. No wonder. Yeah. No wonder. Yeah. And four years later. And a lot of that budget, you know, uh, they, you know, there was also a lot of like claymation stuff they did. Yeah. Uh, they did stop motion in it. Yep. Uh, yeah. They did a lot of different stuff in there. And on a $15 million budget, mm-hmm. you know? And they did a lot of a really elaborate set building when mm-hmm. they changed the house up. Yeah. All that, all the different times. Yeah. The exteriors of the house and all that. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of dough. Yeah, well, and then you had these whole shots outside uh, in that the, the desert or whatever. Remember it was in that sand planet? <laughs> yeah. So That's one of the first times where you're like, ooh, this green screen, bad. It's real bad, huh? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I wonder if you could see how bad it is just with the trailer. Let's let's pull up the trailer and see see if it shows you a bit of it. But it is absolutely worth a rewatch. It's still super fun. Uh, I, I bet it is. Uh, such a, a, a classic movie. I'm going to try it here. I don't know if this one's going to pull up. I feel like this is just not. It is working. The, um... From the director of Pee-wee's Big Adventure, Adam and <laughs> Oh. What a weird start from the from the director of Pee Wee's Big Adventure. Well, that I guess that had been his biggest hit at that point. This is wow, early, early it? Tim Burton. When was Scissorhands? Oh, Scissorhands was after was the nineties, ninety one or two, huh? Yeah, it had to be. 
because uh, even Batman's not until 89. That's true. This is pre-Batman. No, not much showing much green screen here. Honestly, yeah, what I'm seeing is much. not terrible. That I, I'm, that's what I'm saying. They, they've, the scenes that I'm remembering of the bad green screen, they have very appropriately not put in the trailer. Yeah, like you're. I mean, we're seeing a lot of stuff. Well, a couple of things here. First off, the quality on this trailer is terrible. Uh, uh, this is uh, some of this is very grainy, very. Oh, it's um, probably yeah, what, 240p. Yeah, so 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 <laughs> so that is also probably masking quite a bit of yeah. the, the the awfulness in the, the special effects. A couple of the scenes that I remember being super bad was, uh, of course, the sandworm scenes. Yeah. Um, the scene where they're in the hallway of the like uh, the undead place, you know what I'm oh, talking yeah, about? Okay. And then the they they walk past the janitor guy, and they're they're in the the. The lost, they see the the lost souls room. Yeah, when he closes the blinds on that room, it's the the worst. It's the worst. Really, it just looks real bad, man. And it stuck out to me a lot. And and that's probably the biggest thing is the the things that'll stick out to you. Yeah, because you know uh, special effects have come such a long way. We're talking uh, what thirty years now. Yeah. 30, oh, for sure. Thirty five years. And, uh, yeah, and I'm saying all of this. And and still saying that this movie still fucking rules. Oh yeah, it's still fantastic. Yeah. Well, and a great example of a, just a, a, a fun, interesting, exciting, Weird funny script. Movie. Weird movie. And yeah. great casting. Oh yeah, great casting, uh, top to bottom. Yeah. Uh, I don't know that there's a weak link in that cast um, that I can I, think of. I mean, no, there's not. There's a weak person. <laughs> Is it uh, uh, the 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 bad principal guy? That got busted with yeah, he ended up being a bit of a creep, didn't he? A big one. Uh, Catherine O'Hara's husband in the movie. Mm -hmm. Jeffrey uh, Jones. Jeffrey Jones, that's mm -hmm. it. I knew it was Jeffrey something, yeah. Yeah. yeah he's a creeper, huh? Uh-huh. Oh, well. Man, but he was in, like, three really big movies from my oh, childhood. This he, one, Ferris Bueller, and Howard the Duck. Oh, he's in Howard the Duck, too? Okay. Oh, what? Yeah, I, I forget <sighs> more than I would el will ever know about Howard the Duck. And we watched the trailer, like, I think we uh, must, three episodes we back. We must revisit that together sometime okay okay get real high and watch howard the duck and it'll be a really good time i just okay i, I guess it's a fun watch okay i think about okay. all of the fun shit in that movie you get you get yeah. like methed out tim robbins yeah. you get super sexy leah thompson yeah that alone makes it worth it yeah i don't all right chip zine the the <laughs> World-renowned and household name, Chip Zine, the who voice of Howard the Duck. Was that, is that who did the voice? I think his name is Chip Zine. Chip it's Chip, Zine. Chip, and I believe his last name is Zine. Okay. Okay, Chip Zine. Here's to you, Chip. <laughs> Ch chip off the old duck. Hey! That was a good one. Thanks. Um, okay, so next trailer we did we, was on the far Jurassic. End, Jurassic. Jurassic World Dominion. 
Yes. Because this is the dominion of the dinosaurs. Jurassic World Dominican Republic. (laughs) Jurassic World Domino's. Jurassic World Domino's Pizza, uh, a deal. Uh, the 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 large pan pizza. You know somebody's gonna have something like that. Yeah. Uh, if you go on the Domino's website, you can actually get a large one topping for a lot cheaper if you just look for the delivery special. Oh. Little tip from me to you: If you want to eat a a what do you what do you Domino's hack? What do you what do you call Papa John's? Uh, what do I call Papa yeah. John's? Fucking hot garbage. Hot garbage. The hot circle of garbage. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's from the office, though. Oh, is it? Okay. Oh, Remember? yeah. Oh, it is from the office. You're absolutely right. So the hot circle of garbage. Domino's also kind of a hot circle of garbage. Let's be honest. I would I would always choose Domino's over Papa John's if given the choice between the two. Here's the thing. Domino's, Pizza Hut, Little Caesars, and Mazio's. Uh, did I say Papa John's? And Papa John's are all terrible. Let's just make sure this is very clear. Disagree. These are all terrible. Which one of those would you just would you say is not terrible? I love Little Caesars, and that is a hill I will die on. Little Caesars is I the one you care. chose? Yep. Out of all the things they could. Yeah. I know. I mean, at, don't least, care. at least Mazio's was once a real company. <laughs> it still is. What do you mean was once? No, it's not. They're all fake now. Okay. They're all nonsense. They're all not there. I mean, tell that to a friend of the show, Bo. Bo Tyler. Oh, yeah. That's, he works with one of those, doesn't he? I mean, he works for the. Yeah. I mean, he's his dad started the company. His dad was Ken Selby. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Except for them. <laughs> <laughs> Except for them. Everyone else. And I went down. Damn it. I didn't know that. Earth you don't fucks with crazy bread. Crazy bread's good, dude. Nah, dude. Most of that shit's so awful. Although they've they've been fucking it up a lot lately. Hey, Little Caesars, stop overcooking the crazy bread. Yeah. The crazy bread is good when it's soft. Yeah. Don't fuck it up. Yeah. You know when it's These also idiots. good is when it's made by a different pizza company. Nobody else makes crazy. Who else makes crazy bread? They make something simple. What is nobody cheese melted on bread? Nope. No, it's not. Che- no, no. What is on crazy bread? Crazy bread is it number one. It's a, it's a different like consistency of a breadstick that you get anywhere else. Nobody makes. No one else the can same. make a bread the same way. They probably could, but nobody else does. Is okay. what I'm saying. Okay. I'm not saying that nobody else is capable of this. I'm just like, nobody yeah. else is doing it. It's not act like this guy's got special skills. <laughs> yeah, but what I'm saying he's is, a nobody's, cartoon Roman. He's got. I got nobody's my... doing it. Yeah. Right. Um. But then it's just it's it's the, a perfect uh, like a garlic butter, but it's Parmesan cheese. Parmesan. Okay. Yeah. Parmesan's Parmesan. Good. Parmesan's good. Parmesan is the best. What are your top five cheeses? Ooh, top five cheese? Yeah. Man, uh, it's, 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 they're almost all Italian. Okay, well, obvious. you know, you uh, represent. Uh, represent. Yeah. A mozzarella. A mozzarella. A provolone. Provolone. Okay, uh, love a provolone. Okay. Uh, I love a ricotta. Ooh, yeah, it's good. It's good. Uh, and, uh, of course, Parmesan. It's so good. It's so um, good. And then the outlier is uh, I love a Colby Jack. Really? Yeah. A Colby Jack. It feels so um, bland. It's and it, you know what? Number five is really a toss-up tie between Colby Jack and Pepper Jack. Oh, Pepper! See, Pepper Jack. Now you're talking my language. Love Pepper Jack. Gotta love the Pepper Jack. Pepper Jack. Get that habanero Pepper Jack. Where it's Ooh, a little extra spicy. That's yeah. some shit right there. There's one uh, 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 brand. I I think it's Sargento. Okay. I think it's Sargento. Sargento. They that's, make that's a, uh, a a Colby Pepper Jack. Really? And it is. 
Okay. Because the Colby Pun on intended. that, Colby, despite not being a white cheese, Colby is the whitest cheese. The whitest of the yellow cheeses? The whitest of the yellow cheeses, exactly. <laughs> uh, I'm a big fan of the Gouda. Gouda is Gouda is good. Gouda is good. Uh, uh, like the Gouda. Uh, like the Pepper Jack. A Munster? Uh, a Munster's good. Munster's good. Uh, a big not fan. a top five, though. Munster's not, not a, a top, top five, five for me. Not no. a top five for me. Uh, I do enjoy a Havarti. Okay. A Havarti is a good cheese. Mm-hmm. Uh, and now here's where we get the important stuff. Parmesan, number two. Fucking forever. Yeah. Parmesan is the shit. It's so good. It's so good. In all its forms. It, oh, of course. Yeah, give it to of me course. shredded, give it to me grated. Yeah. And, and, and here's where I'm gonna, we're going to shock some people. Here's where I'm going to surprise the world. Here's where we're going to show a little bit more about who I am. Okay. Number one, feta. A feta? Gotta go with the feta. A little I'll bit. I'll take of, ricotta before feta. A little bit of that bite, a little bit yeah. of that, that crumble. That you crumble. know what neither of us said? What did neither, neither of us say? Brie. And brie is a bullshit cheese. Can we a, just say that? No, no, brie, brie is a compliment cheese. Brie is only good based on what you're serving with it. And that means that the cheese itself isn't that great. No, 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 no. I would argue that if it requires something else being good with it for it to be good, it's not going to make my top five cheese list. Nobody's. Somebody's. Well, and you know what? Probably French. Well, I was going to say, sorry, French people. (laughs) No, I'm not sorry, French people. (laughs) Hilton's not. I am. I think that you're great. French people, you did what you did. Is there election over? They didn't have their election. They did. Uh, Macron won. Okay, then you're Kept, still cool. Yeah, they, that's We're true. still they, cool. They did keep Le Pen out of office. We're still cool. I was so. going to say, if Le, if Le Pen won, we might be having a different conversation. Yeah. Uh, um, also, if you voted for Le Pen, uh, what the fuck is wrong with you? Don't vote for Le Pen. Don't vote for Le Pen. Don't vote for Le Pen. You didn't do it. Don't vote for Le Pen. At least enough of you. Don't vote for Le Pen. We're so proud. Yeah. Um, what else is going on? Oh, we, in the we do world? have other topics. Uh, oh, but Jurassic World. We didn't Dominion. even get into it, did we? Didn't we didn't even get into Jurassic what World Dominion. What a world. What a Jurassic World. Uh, uh, this one is you were talking about how you couldn't finish the previous. I couldn't. Yes? I couldn't. Fallen Kingdom was so fucking stupid that I didn't pay for it and I still turned it off and felt as though I had been robbed. Okay. It was bad. Um, I didn't have a problem finishing it. Yeah. Uh, my ability to sit through bad movies is pretty high. I need to go back and just get the fuck through it. And well, I say that depending on the situation. Uh, if I'm alone, I'm turning it off pretty quick if I'm if I'm not into it, if I'm not feeling it. But a situation where like I'm watching it with like Rhett, you know, and yeah. it's another Jurassic World stuff, I can finish it easy. Yeah. You know? They're enjoying it, we're all watching it, you know. He knows it was bad too. That's also quality time though. It's time getting to sit with your family. Yeah, absolutely. Just enjoy being that's around true. them. Yeah. You know. But yeah, if I'm if I'm solo, I'm probably turning it off. And that's what it was for me. I was solo. Okay. And it was I, I don't need this. And, and But the, I don't think you need we were discussing how I don't think you will have needed to finish it to see this next one. Well, I think I from the trailer, it's just this is this is what we've been trying to get to now for for set six Seven movies. movies. Eight movies, nine six movies. movies. For six movies is just dinosaurs on the mainland. Yeah. And they, they did it back in the second one. Dinosaurs in America. They teased it at the end of the third one. 
And uh, then again, at the uh, this whole fifth one was uh, this last one was about that was about them getting to the main about them getting there. Yeah, and now they're here. The Dominion they have dominion over us, and so we are going to get Alan Grant. Yep, and that's that's Sam Neill and Jeff Goldblum and uh, Helen Hunt. Is that her name? Uh, Laura Dern. Excuse me, Laura Dern. I was like, no, that's not not Helen Hunt. Hunt. (laughs) Not Helen Hunt. Laura Dern. uh, Interchangeable. All you blonde women. No. um, <laughs> Lord, Laura Dern, uh, uh, back to kick. Apologies some. to Laura Dern. Yeah, we love you, Laura. I'm sorry. You're so fantastic. <laughs> I, I, when we got done watching the trailer, I said all I want to see in this movie is Ellie Sattler yelling, "Alan!" Yeah, it's all I want. I, uh, I was excited. We get to. See, I saw some classics, that, some some classic dinosaurs we haven't seen in a few films. Oh, saw yeah? Triceratops. Oh yeah. You know, we seen uh, uh, the the feathered dinosaur. That that went under the ice into yeah. the water. That was uh, that was a very interesting one. And I I love how Jurassic the Jurassic series has subtly changed the look of the dinosaurs over the movies yeah. as we've learned just how much they are more akin to birds yep. than they are to lizards. Correct. Uh, that's been a great way to uh, to kind of uh, help educate us along hey, the way. Hey, and you know what? I'm not going to lie. Them being more like birds makes them somehow more scary to me. Oh, 100%. They Way look, more terrifying to like me than a monsters. giant lizard. Yeah. Well, because I think probably because the giant lizard thinks, you know, growing up with it, it's just become so played out. That like, and when you're like a little kid, you're like, you're like, hey, look at this little cute little guy. I love a brontosaurus. He's an herbivore. He could be my best friend. Exactly. Like he would trample you and squish your brains, but mm-hmm. yeah, totally. But but this is a, a, a this I'm enjoying. I I, I want to see this movie. I want to see all the old cast members return. I believe my exact words were: "This is going to be bad, but it's going to be a lot of fun to watch." Exactly, exactly. Yeah, it, and it will. Yep, and it will. I think it'll be enjoyable, uh, but a bad movie objectively. If you're talking about the uh, you know a film. <laughs> Well, and this is probably Whatever. the last one with Whatever our the fuck that means of, of cinema. Yeah, this is the the, the more, this is fantastic cinema. For like us. if you're gonna really critique the movie, it's probably gonna have a lot of problems, but it's probably yeah. still gonna be fun to watch. Exactly. I'm not gonna want to leave this one like you might have in Fallen Kingdom. Yeah, yeah. Turn it off. I believe you won't want to turn this one off. How I about think, that. I, I hope not. I think you'll be able to finish this one. Well, willingly. Hopefully, there won't be some dumb story beats to get them either onto an island or the dinosaurs There's onto the mainland. Got to be. They've got to. They're already here. So let's just just dinosaurs attacking. Someone yeah. get Chris Pratt. That's all I want. Well, it starts with Chris Pratt is on a mission to save the baby. Of, oh, he's going to save Blue's baby. That's which, right. Right out. That's out of the gate where I'm like, okay, this is going to be dumb. Yeah. He's on. You know. I'll I'll go save your I, baby. I'll save your baby. And then Blue, just see Blue struck him. Yeah. He holds his hand up in, in the way he does to say, um, Blue, I love you, and I'll always be Whoa. there for you. Yeah. <laughs> and, and we'll be <laughs> friends forever. <laughs> and Blue, Blue did a little scratchy scratch. He was like, fuck you, go get my kid. Yeah, and you could see it. It cut to Bryce Dallas Howard um, uh, and her character, and she was shocked. The and blue. they have a they have an inexplicably British kid with them. They do have a British shot. Little, I don't little know British baby. if the British kid was in the second one. I don't remember it at all. Uh, that's I th- don't know where this British kid came from. That was the kingdom from one from Fallen Kingdom. Oh was fuck! They go to the royal palace and steal a British child. <laughs> 
No, everyone dies and they're just de facto Except, responsible for this kid. A lot of people don't know if you if if the entire British royal family was to be, you know, God forbid, uh taken out in some kind of horrific accident, yeah. say, oh, I don't know, dinosaurs. Um it it goes if You're the only adults around. It goes there's specific dukes and duchesses that would then take over the lineage and from there it goes to that dude Owen from yeah. Jurassic World. That seemed to have happened a lot in the back in the day in movies. It would there would be a situation where like it's like a disaster, you know, and like uh, the kid's parents didn't make it, and like uh, that that's that's your kid now. Yeah, uh, that kid lives with us now. Like we didn't have to. There was no paperwork, or like we didn't need to get like the government involved for you know custody, or uh, there was no like grandparents asking about him or aunts or uncles. Uh, that's just he lives with us now. Yeah, they they just picked the well, and that families did that too. Like, did you have uh, like God? Remember at the end of uh, Face Off? Yeah. Remember, he's like, ah, this is our kid now. Uh-huh. He yeah. killed he killed our kid, but we got his kid now. They just took the other kid home. Like, that was going to be okay. Yeah. Yeah. Or, this this or, is our kid now. Do you remember the Goonies when they just yeah, yeah, went? Chunk, you chunk, live, with you live with us now. You live with me now. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, dude. That's not how that works at all. No, that is a... Also, that is a grown man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a grown man who needs legit care. 24-hour... Supervision. Yeah, the poor guy's been has severe professional. trauma. He needs professionals He's who a, know what they're doing. He must have severe trauma. He severe. was he was kept in a basement. Absolutely chained up. He needs physical therapy. For, he probably needs surgery. Probably yeah, multiple types of surgery. Absolutely, yeah. he does. Cranial surgeries poor, for years. Yeah, poor. You can't just take care of sloth. That's not how that works. You can't just decide. It's not like a, a, a possession is nine-tenths of the law scenario. <laughs> it doesn't work that way with people. Possession is not nine-tenths of the sloth. No. That's <laughs> not how that works. Ay, ay, ay. Okay, well, anyway, Fallen Kingdom looks good. Uh, what's next? Uh, what as uh, the... CinemaCon just had a big presentation where we got updates on several new films. Um, Top Gun Maverick still happening, coming out later this year. Don't see this movie. Could not care at all. I'm actively saying do not spend money on Tom Cruise movies anymore. Do not spend money on John Travolta movies anymore. Uh, Tom Cruise also has uh, Mission Impossible's parts I want to say seven and eight have been announced. Steal the movie if you're going to watch it. Do not pay to see this movie. That man is. This is a Scientology thing. Hundred percent, it's a Scientology thing. Yeah, we don't we don't support Scientology here. That motherfucker right there, Tom in Cruise. those glasses, Luke. he knows where where Shelly Miscavige is. Where's Shelly, Tom? And until. Motherfucking reporters start getting balls and saying, fuck your PR people. I'm going to ask you this on film and get your response on camera. Yeah. Uh, I mean, look, people need to start holding him to account. He's basically second in command. Really? No shit. I'm not joking with you. Like, this motherfucker is essentially the only person higher than him in Scientology is David Miscavige. And, and let's just remind our, our viewers that, that any or our listeners, that any, <laughs> our viewers too, that anyone involved in Scientology is a, is a, is a joke. 
is a joke who should be laughed at and openly mocked. Not necessarily. No? No, there's well-meaning people who've just sort of, you know, uh, like the average... You know the average uh, entry level person. Yeah. Uh, not necessarily, but the upper levels. Once you've been like, <laughs> yeah. Once once you're in the Sea Org and shit like that, like yeah, absolutely. Okay. Um, but uh, but this this guy he knows things yeah. criminal that are that tied to criminal activity. Tom Cruise, no aware of criminality. I am fully. I believe that wholly, and of course we. You know this is. We will say allegedly to everything whatever we need to do. Yeah. Because this is obviously my opinion. I firmly believe that this man has has uh Yeah, we uh, we have no knowledge intimate of knowledge. anything. We have no no I don't no know this insight. for sure. But yeah. I th- the but, likelihood of him not having intimate knowledge of the whereabouts of Shelley Miscavige yeah. is very slim. Embarrassing. Very slim. Yeah. Very slim. Um, so don't go see his movies. Nah, screw anymore. Tom Cruise. Uh, steal, steal his movies. Uh, lots and lots and lots. Fuck the Church of Scientology. Oh yeah, big hardcore. Top to bottom. Big, big veiny dick. T to B with a big veiny Snickers dick. <laughs> big veiny. Oops, all dick veins. Oops, all dick veins. <laughs> oh, uh, Tom Cruise. Uh, just one of the people who made a big splash at CinemaCon. Uh, we talked a little bit about Keanu Reeves and his lake house. Uh, oh yeah. But it's Tom Cruise and <laughs> that his- movie, man. And his John Wickness. My favorite thing about the How Did This Get Made episode about the lake house is so they they communicate to each other through time through the mailbox, right? Yeah. Uh, which led to a discussion of like, well, could she... Because like he puts something in the mailbox, right? And yeah. then she goes and opens it and it's there. She gets the mail from him across time. Right. Yeah. So then the conversation was, could they... Could she put her ass... Up against the mailbox, and he put his dick in the mailbox, and they fuck through time. Yeah. <laughs> time sex. Time fuck. A lot of people don't know about time sex. Uh, and then what that would do to the space-time continuum. Uh, make it fucking awesome. Yeah. Obviously. And sticky. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and definitely sticky. Uh, but John Wick 4 is happening. Have you seen John Wick 3? I haven't seen John Wick 1, 2, or 3. You haven't seen any of them? No. They're not. They're, I have. I don't want to pay for them. The, John, not, the John's Wick? They are not Wick? streaming anywhere for free. They're not streaming anywhere? I don't think so. I, I mean, really? Not for free. Let's Let's look that up. We'll, we'll check can I stream it, see if it has got any. Um... Then can we check can you boof it? <laughs> <laughs> the answer is no. TM. The answer is always no to can you poof it? Shockingly, it's yes more than you think. <laughs> it is not. Yes, it is. Uh, John Wick, uh, number one, is on Apple TV. Nope. Wow, nowhere for I fucking free. told you. You are not kidding. Yeah. That is bullshit. I just need to bite the bullet and pay for it. It's not that much. Ooh, but John Adams is on HBO Max. Well, yeah, it's an HBO show. <laughs> Just making sure. <laughs> They're like, yeah, we have everything, but we don't have all of our shows. <laughs> you know what I was thinking about the other day, speaking of HBO shows? You remember Dream On? With, vaguely. With Brian Benben and Wendy Malik? Man, very vaguely, yeah. For Dream On, uh, we liked Dream On when we were 12 because it had a lot of nudity. Brian Benben kept scoring with, with little hotties throughout the entire show. So that was uh, the big appeal for preteen Hilton. But the show was a comedy that interspliced uh, uh, from between. Maybe the, that's why I was remembering because I was trying to see trying to see boobs. 
That's what. That's totally what it was back was in the day. It? Where it showed it showed boobs, um, and uh, but it was also about how Brian Benman was raised as a kid on old <laughs> black and white TV. Brian Benman. Brian Benman. <laughs> It does right, sounds like a as, joke. As name. character Martin Tupper. Uh guess who went down the Dream on Wiki uh rabbit hole this week? I was gonna say, what happened? Yeah, so somebody caught up. Uh, <laughs> but uh but his Martin Tupper character was raised on old black and white TV. So during his modern life and during this modern sitcom, he would flash back to clips from old shows to kind of narrate and add color to I think uh, I remember to the uh, to the ongoing situation. Uh, very charming, fun show. Uh, really, the standout looking back on it was Wendy Malick, a uh, great actress, also known for her role in Just Shoot Me. Uh, so always great uh, to see her uh, uh, back on screen. Even oh, yes. Yes. Uh, but you, either way, you cannot stream John Wick, but number four is happening. So apparently number five from 2019, Parabellum, uh, successful enough to prompt another one. Perennium. Uh, perennium, John Wick Chapter Three, Perennium. Is that the area between your your your, your balls your and your asshole? <laughs> okay, that's your tank. Okay, just double checking. Um, <laughs> uh, first, John Wick is fantastic. I really, really want to watch Highly it. Worth paying for. Okay, I'll, we'll I'll, do it. I'll spot you a fiver. No, it's fine. We'll do it. Uh, the second one was fine, but Listen, I, I did not enjoy it. I just much. I need to call my financial advisor. You do double check. Uh, say hi to Becky for me. Now, is this to... Okay, so that's to rent. Yeah. And then down there is to buy. To, okay. To buy, I guess. I'm not trying to buy it. I, yeah. it's. I'm, what is buy anymore? It's just kind of like rent. Downloading it so that you can just stream yeah, stream it whenever. Watch whatever. Yeah. I don't care. Don't need to do that. No one cares that much. Unless you don't think you can finish it in like 24 hours. Yeah. When you're like, I need a few chances to watch this movie. Which sometimes, sometimes you do. Uh, I will say I did see the Batman, uh, the new... I also watched the Batman. Batman. Uh, and uh, I got to say, I Thoughts. think there's nothing that is probably more clear to me than our opinions of that movie. The fact that we had not even mentioned it yep. until now. Yep. Uh, it took me three sessions just to get through the damn thing. Four. Four? Four. Really? Yeah. So slow. Very long. So dark. Um, the some of the fucking detective shit was so like corny on the nose, like yeah. a rat uh with wings. They're like a penguin, a pigeon. The <laughs> amount of times it took them to get to a rat with wings being a bat. Good God, man. I mean the world's greatest detective, my ass. You've been doing this two years. Why aren't you better at it? Yeesh. Yeesh. Gotta um, say, there was a lot to love. Dano was good. Uh, yeah, the characters were were definitely neat and fleshed out and, and most of the time interesting and compelling. And just as far as performance went, I thought Dano did good. Yeah, the story was dumb. The plot was dumb. Yeah. The characters were fine. Pattinson is Batman. Pattinson is a troubled Batman learning to I still craft his... I didn't dislike him at all. Learning to craft his Bruce Wayne persona yeah. still... He was great. Yeah, ninety percent of my issues were with his dialogue. So, and that's not him. Yeah, um, Andy Circus as Alfred was a. He was great. Was he was great. Standout. You know what? You're absolutely right. I love Andy Circus. He's pretty fantastic. Uh, love him in everything I've seen him in. Yeah, he is good. Um, uh, Dano is Riddler. I didn't love that specific take on the Riddler, but Dano did a great job. Yeah, his. When he was intense, when he was in costume and doing his weird screamy voice, that was some kind of that was a lot. 
That yeah. was intense. That yeah, was hard it was. to watch sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, the um, Colin Farrell as Cobblepot, as the Penguin, probably the standout of the movie. Mm-hmm. Great character. Completely lost him in that role. Yeah, Not, the makeup was pretty fantastic. The way sure. he fucking owned the character, the 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 yeah, voice, he fell into the that mannerism. Well. Uh, definitely, assuming it's still going forward, which I've heard nothing uh, that no changes. Uh, it's been greenlit for two. Not just two, but the Penguin spinoff show. Oh shit! On HBO Max is is a go. Okay, I would one hundred percent watch more of him. I and, would watch more of him too. Um, Zoe Sol- uh, no, not Zoe Saldana. Zoe Kravitz as a uh, Catwoman. Mm-hmm. Liked her. She was fine. That liked her motivations, liked kind of the way that she intertwined with 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 Batman's story, with Bruce's story. Um uh John Totoro as Carmine Falcone was yeah. great. Um but all these great characters could not make up for what was just in the in the end a dull movie. And, and yeah, just a not not a great story. Yeah. It was too drawn out. It could have been told so much faster. Mm-hmm. Uh, ugh, the dialogue. Some of the dialogue was just so corny. Yeah. Just corny. Well, and, and, and stuff was either figured out too fast and too effortlessly or just too coincidentally. Yes. Or it was, or it was basically presented to us and then took them way too long. Yeah. You know, where you're like, ugh, we already know. Like, fucking figure it out. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I get, I can see why a lot of people fell in love with it. Yeah. If that, if you were wanting that dark take on Gotham, if you wanted I did that- like the idea of, of, you know, really making it, the giving it the possibility of, like, the Riddler just being a fucking guy, you know, that, like, just a fucking crazy ass dude. Yeah. You know, there's not a lot of like superhumanness or, you know, things like that uh, to him. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, and I didn't, I didn't love how there was like a third act that kind of came out of left field, like in terms of more machinations of his to deal with and a, a whole surprise kind of group of henchmen. That pop yeah. up at the very end, um, with very little solid introduction, and who's yeah, they're ba- basically like two hours and forty minutes in. They're like, oh, by the way, he's been putting out a bunch of videos, and he has a ton of followers that you don't know about. Yeah, here they are. Yeah, now to go deal with them, and they all look. They're all dressed like him. Yeah, and and, and their 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 level of threat is never clearly identified, except they are guys with guns. Um, and because of that, the whole third act, I was never very sure how much of a threat there was, why we were doing this, what the end goal was. Um, so for that, I think it completely fell apart in, toward the end. Um, but anyway, I didn't expect to talk about this so much. Nope. Well, you know what? It was three fucking hours long, so it gets 10 minutes. I guess that's fair. <laughs> uh, what else? Let's see. Let's find something else to talk about. Ba, 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 ba. What is this one? I don't know what that is. 
<laughs> oh yeah, you've been watching Moon Knight? I haven't started it yet. Moon Knight's been fun. I've been watching other stuff that we'll talk about in the picks and plugs segment. Uh, I finished Peacemaker finally over on HBO. And you loved it? Peacemaker was great. Uh, so good. Great, uh, fantastic job. Can't wait for more of that. There is a for season real. two coming. I don't know. I, just, I hope so. I do too, because that I really yeah, enjoyed I really that. want more of that. And it was really right when I was getting to the point where I would have settled in for another 10 episodes when I pretty much hit the end of the season. And I was like, okay, all right, that's fine. Yeah. Uh, but great job. It's only eight episodes, so it's not a long watch, even though it took me forever, but everything does. Uh John Cena really, really, really come to love him. Me too. Really, really. Oh, yeah, I've come around for uh, sure. Big time. Just mm-hmm. just the, the the way he owns these characters, the way he seems, he, he reminds me of The Rock in that he makes me enjoy watching acting. Yeah, he's he just seems like a guy that's down to do whatever's going to be the funniest thing. Yeah. And he's like, if that means me looking ridiculous, absolutely. Exactly. And, and that, I love that. I've always loved that. That was a big thing. Is is he he really owned the villainy of the character in the Suicide Squad, and he has owned the absurdity of the character in this. Yep. Um. And to yeah, like you say, to not care how he looks in service of the character. Absolutely. Doesn't and, matter to him at all. It's what is the funniest thing? Yeah. What's going to be funny? And, and if somebody's like, hey, it's going to be funny if you do this whole dance number in your underwear in oh. this scene, he's like, fuck yeah, let's do that shit. Yeah. And he will give it 110%, and it's great. Or or, or to act so so childish or infantile yeah. and really just to, to, it, to own it in a way that makes you go, good God, is this man acting or is he just a fucking moron? <laughs> Love it. Great job, John. Yeah, absolutely. And the whole cast was fantastic. Uh, and then once I jumped off that, I immediately jumped on Moon Knight, uh, which has been great. Uh, Oscar Isaac really shining, uh, playing a character struggling with understanding what reality is and who he is. Okay. Uh, and then the way that they've been incorporating the mythos of Moon Knight, the supernatural elements, the special effects have been very cool. Okay. Uh Shout out to the surprise voice acting of F. Murray Abraham in that show. Uh, classic actor from Amadeus. Yeah. Uh, uh, Star Trek Insurrection fame for all you Trek nerds Last out there. Last action hero. Last action hero. Uh, uh, and much, much more. Uh, and he's the voice of Khonshu in this and just owning it. Uh, and really... The first episode of Moon Knight Alone is fantastic, and I, I'm three in. I'm halfway through, and I'm really, really enjoying it so far. So hope hope it continues to 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 rock uh, as much as it is. Do you remember Last Action Hero? Uh, I remember how fantastic uh, the guy from Game of Thrones is in it. Uh, the guy that plays Tywin, um, whose name escapes me right now. Um, I remember the old man that runs the movie theater. Um, I remember the golden ticket. Mm-hmm. I've got a golden ticket. Close, similar, uh, different, different golden ticket. Oh yeah, that's right. Um, Charles Dance, that's who played uh, Benedict. He was great in that. Um, you got Ian McKellen in there. Tom oh, Noonan. Ian McKellen played Death. Yeah. F. Murray Abraham. Yeah. Frank McRae, the great Frank McRae. I don't know Frank McRae. Yeah, you do. Do I? Oh, wow. Yeah, no, I do. Yeah, he's great. Uh, Batteries Not Included is always where I remember him from. That's such a great movie, man. Batteries Not Included. I haven't revisited that in a long time. 
I wonder if it holds up. Probably not. <laughs> it's probably much more racist than we remember. Oh, damn. Now I'm thinking about it. It's like, there's a good chance of that. Pretty sure the robots dropped the N-word. No! They don't say anything the whole movie, and then they drop that. <laughs> Batteries not included. Slurs for free. Oh, no. Uh, so, Moon Knight, worth checking out. I should do it. 100. Yeah? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you ever watch Hawkeye, though? I did watch Hawkeye. Okay, we good. talked about that. We did? Yeah, okay, that great. was great. Hawkeye was awesome. Mm-hmm. Really enjoyed that. I also, uh, I, the, the Christmas aspect of it made me enjoy it a lot. Yeah, as well. same. I, I'm a sucker now, man. For the old, oh, the older I get, you're sentimental. The mo- oh yeah, big very softy, very big yeah. old, big yeah. old softy. Had that kid, man. The kids will soften you up, man. You know what? I think I always was kind of a softy. I just didn't know it. Well, you pushed it down. I did with your punk rock and, and the your, drugs and your drugs and your violence and the alcohol. Yeah, and the- glad you stopped that. Me too. It's a bit bad. Uh, you know, uh, well, you know what? I was just gonna say uh, we should talk about what we're doing tonight. As people listen to this, if you're listening to this day of, uh, we're going to a big rock and roll show. We are. We are gonna go see the rock music, the rock and the roll. But the rock—that's the devil's music. That's right. It is. We're going to see Lamb of God and Megadeth. Oh, I didn't even know who's opening. Lamb of God's opening. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. Man, that's serious. I'm about Walk to with me in hell, Hilton. Okay, I guess. All right. It's All gonna right. be a good time. Fine. Uh, the wife and I. My my wife works for uh, the Bank of Oklahoma, um, the Kaisers, and and they uh, they they have a suite obviously in the BOK Center because their name's on it. Oh sure, and they will, um, they will give it to certain employees every now and again um, for certain things. But for bigger events, they tend to auction it off among the employees, and the money goes to charity. Okay, which is a pretty cool deal. So oh, you yeah. still spend money on it. You spend nowhere near what you would if you were paying for it outright. Yeah, uh, and then the money goes to charity, and we get to go uh, have a have a really fun time, and we won. And you got a sweet. One we getting a sweet, a big baby. old sweet to watch. Doing a sweet, and it up. We will, we will, we will. The, the, we, you, we will worship the Dark Lord in comfort. Ah, in the comfort in of comfort a sweet, of a sweet. I, I, the, the, the anti-capitalist in me is is really up in arms, but the. But the, the man who the, enjoys leisure. Oh, he is so pumped. He's ready. You know what? More than anything, I'm just excited uh, to see the the Dave Mustaine Quartet. Yeah. Uh, the the Mustaine Four, as it were. <laughs> uh, it's hard to, you know, he's literally the only original member now. Is he really? Yeah. Oh, uh, they had to kick out uh, old Dave or Ellison, whatever his name is. Uh, I forget his first name. Ellis, the bass player. Yeah. Uh, for being a creepo. Uh-oh. But hey, good for them for doing that. Oh, absolutely. They were very swift and were like, hey, man, that's not cool. Get the fuck out of here. Um, but I'm very excited uh, to see them. Have you ever seen them live before? Never. Never. Me neither. So this will be a big one. For oh, me. it was David Ellison. Okay, I was right. I thought it might have been. Yeah. Dave and David. <laughs> Dave and David. And we were talking about how uh, you... They, okay, so they were active 83... Um, since 1983, so so they really are an 80s band too. That's right. We talked a little bit uh, off mic about whether they were really considered an 80s band or not, because obviously um, Mustaine spent some of his early years uh, in the band Metallica, uh, and we were grateful that he was kicked out. So I mean, it's hard to say that because you know, so far so good. So what came out in what 88? 
Yeah. And Rust in Peace was 90, Countdown to Extinction, 92. So the stuff that made them famous. So, was yeah, they really 90. still are a 90s rock band. Yeah. But they've definitely been uh, together since the 80s. Correct. Uh, since his early days. Yes. Rust in Peace is a perfect thrash metal album. Uh, Countdown to Extinction is just right behind it. Yeah. Those two albums together are, are so fucking good. And, and Countdown to Extinction was their black album. Was uh, essentially, that yeah, that was the one that was the most got them the most mainstream yeah. play. Kind with of in sweating that- bullets and Symphony of Destruction. Mm-hmm. Um, Countdown to Extinction was on there, and that was really that you know because right, uh, um, Black Album came out in what ninety I think, or ninety one, ninety one maybe, and uh, so they were. It was part of this kind of hard rock. It we we. We called it kind of a metal revolution at the time, but really looking back on it, it was more of a hard rock. It was a radio-friendly hard rock. Well, yeah, I mean, Megadeth you know? is a thrash metal band. Yeah, but 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 Countdown to Extinction is not their thrashiest metal album. Not every song, but some of you them know? are. Yeah, I guess you're right. It's definitely a harder album than something like Black Album for a million by a million miles. Absolutely. You know? but Black I'm, Album doesn't have no ashtray dirt. Yeah, but, you know, but... I don't know. So far, so good. So what? High speed is a dirt. Much heavier album than Countdown. I'd say. I don't know. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. wait. What'd you say? So far, so good. So what? Is a oh, absolutely. Countdown. Oh, yeah. But, uh, uh, we, I was talking to you about how I had slept on Dystopia, yeah. the album that came out in 2016. Yeah, uh, and that one's pretty damn good. From what I was listening, that was a heavy album yeah. too. Um, they went back to the to some of the thrashier riffs. Well, and we saw that with uh, with both bands, Metallica and Megadeth, in the years that followed those big mainstream breakthrough albums, is that they did kind of dial it back and go back to their roots a little bit. You know, Metallica, uh, say what you will about their later albums, because many of them are crap, but they definitely tried and tried and tried again to embrace the harder sound. It's definitely something they showed interest in. Whether or not they succeeded or not is up to the individual. Fair. Megadeth, you can say, tried and succeeded. Absolutely. You know. I mean, they won a Grammy with that one. That's true. Well, and then they still had some good radio-friendly stuff along the way. Like, I talked about how one of my favorites lately is Trust. Trust. Which is off of, um, oh, fuck, Euthanasia. Uh, no, it's not. Cryptic Writings, Cryptic isn't Writings, it? you're absolutely right. Yep. Yeah. So, uh, which is... 98, I think. Which is also a little more radio-friendly than, say, something like Dystopia. Absolutely. From well, then they had, like, She-Wolf was another single from around that era, like 2000, okay. 2004, something like that. I don't know that one. I Wait, no, She-Wolf might have also been on Cryptic Writings. Really? Okay. Let's so, look up the track list on that bad guy. Or that... <laughs> look at how many damn albums they've got. 97. Oh, actually, his Trust might be on risk. Take a minute to pull up, but yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, Euthanasia had uh, "Train of Consequences," which is another fun uh, kind of radio-friendly song. But yes, yeah. Cryptic Writings had "Trust." It uh, did also had "She Wolf." Cool. Yeah, well, that was right. Yeah. Yeah. Still know my Megadeth pretty all right. Do really do at least the old stuff. I, I I I still know. I think I still know. I think I still know the lyrics to "Countdown to Extinction" the entire album, top to bottom. Probably, really. I probably do. Damn, that one because that one was the one. Like, I think that "Rust in Peace" is a better album, and I know it almost as well. Yeah, I've listened, but 
Countdown to Extinction for, was the one for me at the perfect time. Oh, yeah. That got me into them, mm-hmm. you know? Uh, and I was obsessed with Sweating Bullets. Well, and I... Oh, I was obsessed with that song. I did not like lo-fi elements in, in music at the time. Okay. I liked produced sound. So so the albums from some of our, our, our biggest bands over the years that were the breakthrough albums, the ones that saw the mainstream success, were oftentimes the ones that got their hooks the deepest in me. Black Album, Countdown to Extinction, Go Over to Punk, Green Day with Dookie. Mm-hmm. These are the albums that grab me far more than the earlier kind of dirtier sound they had on previous albums. Oh, so yeah. far so good. So what? Sounds like shit. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah, yeah it did not sound good. Uh, Rust in Peace sounds great. I remember Killing Is My Business always sounded That's the one that sounded bad. That Sorry. Sounded bad. Okay, not not so so far so good, so what? Okay. Because yeah, I, I know so far so good, so what? They were on Electra by that point. Yeah. So Peace Sells is good. Mm-hmm. Ooh, Peace Sells is good. Yeah. All of it's good. Ah, I'm so excited. Man. Picks and plugs? Picks and plugs. Should we do it? Let's do it. Uh, Got to go with a little bit of... Uh, Talk about some DJ shadows, some uncle, excuse me, some uncle with some fine. I remember outsider. uncle. Yeah. Got to, uh, is a, there, is there a new uncle? Uh, yeah. Oh yeah. They uncles put out lots of good stuff in the years oh, since. Really? Actually, let me see if I can find the right. What was the like nineties album? Uh, science fiction. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's the one I knew. And, have I talked about how much I love YouTube Premium? Yes. YouTube without the commercials, man. That shit is a game changer. YouTube, hit us up. We'll advertise for you. Yeah. Give us a little bit of money, and we'll talk about you some more. It's a little bit of the new uh, Uncle Find an Outsider. This is the Ronin Reconstruction Remix. This one's been bumping in my car quite a bit lately. Highly recommend you bump it in yours as well. Uh, I haven't listened to it yet, but I saw that uh, the Folk Implosion put out a new single. Ooh, like them a lot. Remember the? Day. Oh, I love the Folk Implosion. Uh, I, I was a much bigger fan of Sebado, uh, which was the other Lou Barlow band. So you know, Dinosaur Junior, and then Sebado. Yeah, sure, Folk sure. Implosion. I didn't realize Folk Implosion was him also. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. Lou Barlow's busy dude. <laughs> this is... Is this just one person? Maybe. Keep waiting for it to change. Oh, there it is. It changed. This is totally up your alley. I know, right? You can always tell like who suggested something on this show. Nice. We should check out that that folk implosion real quick. See oh yeah. What the, see what that sounds like. All right, let's see what I can find that out. It's a new new folk implosion. Um, what else you been into? Uh, that's about it. Okay. Uh, I told you I was down for a week with COVID, so that was a bit of a trip. I have multiple uh multiple picks. Oh yeah. Actually. What do you got going on right now? Let's see if we can track this down while you're talking. 
Uh, you might have to look up new, yeah. Uh, okay, so, um, yeah, uh, I will say uh, I'll throw Dystopia, that Megadeth album in as a pick. That's really good if you're, in a, if you're into thrash metal. If you, like, uh, if you like Megadeth, that album is pretty fucking good. Mm-hmm. Um, a podcast, uh, Tiffany Dover is Dead. Oh, wow. Uh, produced by NBC. It is about... <clears throat> excuse me. Um, it is about misinformation and how uh, brazen it is getting with people uh, doing things like... Uh, so essentially a nurse named Tiffany Dover got uh, the vaccine on camera in the early days of the vaccine. Um, and then she fainted, uh, and then the camera cut away, and then uh, it cut away out of respect and not knowing what to do when someone had just fainted on camera. Uh, and the, uh, people took that and said that she was then immediately replaced with a body double, and she had died, well, sure. and there was a giant cover-up, and that she is actually dead. Um, and uh, about the insanity uh, surrounding that and how fucking batshit crazy that is, and uh, more than anything, the impact that it has on the people surrounding that, uh, i.e. Tiffany Dover uh, and her family. Yeah. Um, uh, that woman is very much alive. Of course. <laughs> of course. And, uh, it, yeah, it's it's just wild. But it's a, it's a good podcast. It's a crazy story, um, and it's really well done. But uh, the, the big one is uh, Apple TV slept on it, uh, which I, was good because we got to binge the whole season in a couple days. Severance. Yeah. Holy shit. That show is incredible. This is a mystery box show, right? With, with unanswered questions. Absolutely. Really? I mean, yeah. It, talk about cliffhanger. Really? Like, cl- yeah. Where I immediately am like, I need another season immediately. Really? I need to know nothing now okay uh it's very very good um uh Totoro's in then as well the the legend yep um and uh uh, adam scott is of course the lead okay um and man i didn't realize he was in it that's great oh yeah he's the lead uh patricia arquette is is another of the arquette family Uh uh-huh okay it's fucking great man can't recommend it enough um it's hard to describe yeah uh what it's about uh, without giving too much away, okay. so it's kind of a good one to just go in, not knowing. Going blind, you know? Yeah, really. Uh, it's kind of the less you know, the better. Yeah. Um, you sort of figure it out as you go, um, but it has to do with uh, separating yourself from memory. Okay, it's very good. Interesting. Very good. All yeah. right. Yeah. Watch that shit. Well, cool. Um, couldn't find it, eh? No, I'm not seeing it. In fact, I'm seeing only reports that the most recent album was 2003. I think it was just supposed to be a new song. Yeah, I'm not seeing oh, well. anything from them. Well, anyway, if you can find it, check it out because I'm sure it's probably good. I'll be looking for it later. <laughs> <laughs> All right, yeah. We'll uh, do this again next week. Absolutely, sounds good. See you then. Take it from me, I love you. <laughs>